Welcome to PR After Hours, your weekly cocktail of news and interviews with leading thinkers in PR, marketing, and business. So pull up a chair in our virtual lounge. Your host, Alex Greenwood, will be right back after this. Friends, most small business owners recognize the potential impact and relevance in reaching their target consumers, but for whatever reason, some fail to fully tap into the benefits of marketing with social media. You know, that doesn't mean that you can't start improving your social media strategy and execution in meaningful ways right away. I found this great article, uh, AmericanExpress.com puts this out, I'll put a link in the show notes, and it talks about how small businesses can use tenets of core marketing principles such as frequency, consistency, and engagement, and apply it to LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, and all the other platforms. So uh, I'm going to just share what the information is here and add a little bit of my own spice to it and uh, see what you think. Uh, I love this bit of advice. Number one is optimize your profile. Um, They say rightly so that the profile often acts as a home or landing page in the world of social. So they say before diving into what you post, make sure your profile is, is updated for clarity and ease of understanding. You know, uh, on LinkedIn, if you're not following Fluex Media, in particular, Joel Freund, who's been a guest on this show a couple of times, he has so many great tips to make your LinkedIn page sing, both personally and professionally. And I really think you, you owe it to yourself to check that out. And I will put a note in the show notes to uh, turn you on to Joel's episodes. And there's links there to find Joel on LinkedIn, et cetera, and tell him Alex sent you. Okay, so, but in general, beyond LinkedIn, um, they suggest in this article that, you know, make sure your business bio is accurate and compelling. Don't just say the name of your company and something you thought up in five seconds and rattled off because you wanted to get your profile done. Really make sure that that says who you are and does what you say and make sure that you, you know, your bio walks it like you talk it. And you're not promising things that you don't actually do sell or, you know, generally offer. Also, double check those links. Make sure they work and make sure you're, you know, this is <laughs> amazing when you have to check. I've, I've done this on behalf of clients. Make sure your phone number is correct and that you have things. And if you're a retail business in particular, that your business hours are up to date. And, of course, your address, where to get to your storefront. Or if you're in office, you know, still, you know, what are your hours, that kind of thing. Also, make sure your pictures and your wording are consistent across all the platforms for your business. You know, I have a Facebook page, a LinkedIn page, website, podcast. I have all these things, and I work very hard to make sure that they're all realistically um, consistent. You know, I don't necessarily always push the same aspects on different types of uh, uh, social media. And that's a thing that if uh, you hire me, I can explain why I do that and how that will be beneficial to you where you want a consistent message, but you don't want to say the exact same thing on every platform. And I can give you some ideas on that. Just give me a call. Um, A good tip they offer is use one of the many graphic design tools available to create a professional looking profile pic or cover photo in minutes. I like Canva. Check it out. In fact, if you're listening to the show, and of course you're listening because you can hear my voice, uh, you will see that our show cover and many, many, many of our show graphics are created on Canva and I do the Canva Pro so I can get some really good stuff that not only is static JPEG or you know PDF or whatever it's also some of you can make it animated like an MP4 it's really cool they have a really good section here on don't just post engage 
because they're right. Social media is about what? Interaction. And you're not just speaking to the consumer, you're conversing with them. And they say that in the time it takes to brew a cup of coffee, you can like, comment, or share a post from another business or influencer in your industry. Look, folks, I share without any hope of anything other than people realizing that I am on social media to share great tips and information. And of course, if the person's uh, post that they get shared reaches out and says, hey, thanks, and they follow me back or they share some of my stuff, that's a bonus. But I really believe that the core of marketing is not, you know, broadcasting out, buy me, buy me, buy me, buy these things, you know, let me sell to you. It's let me help you. And then when you realize that, hey, they're trying to help me make my business do better, then I'm like, they're going to be a friend. And then that's when I think that most of the buying decisions are made. So they say a good quick tip here is to set aside five minutes from each day to respond to comments and engage. That's a great point. Always respond to comments and engage on your social. Um, It's a small investment that can have long-term returns. And again, uh, they have some links in here. You can check the show notes for that. And speaking of engagement, oh yeah, yeah. All right, here we are. It's December 2023, and man, sometimes it sounds like, oh, that's so easy to engage when you've got a million things to do, right? And I hear you, you know, doing two podcasts, well, three actually, and writing books and writing my Substack and my Medium page and my LinkedIn. Oh my gosh, why do I do this to myself? But that's not the point. The point about engagement, though, is that for me. I do have so many things out there to do and so much preying on my attention. Just this morning, I wake up at 5 a.m. and I realized that a uh, post I wrote to one of my clients, I left out one thing that he was like, I really want this in there. So I get up and I go fix it and send it to him and say, before you even see the initial draft, I forgot that one important thing because I'd set it aside and then I forgot to look because why? Focus. So I try to fight um, focus problems by staying fit. I go to the gym or work out in some way, shape, or form at least six days a week. (laughs) And despite that routine and and a cup of coffee in the morning, I find, though, that I'm more and more as I get older and as I get more busy and more frazzled, I need more coffee. Well, coffee's great, except I'm sure you could say it with me, the jitters, and there's some diminishing returns on it. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about my friends at Magic Mind. They make this tasty green elixir that's packed in this little tiny bottle, and it's become my morning ritual alongside my coffee. And I'm genuinely impressed with these results. Um, so I, I'll have it, like I said, right here. I've got the little bottle right here. You can't see it because it's audio, but I do. And I just had some, and I'm drinking my coffee as I talk to you now. And I found over using it for a while that it has... Uh, really reduce my coffee intake, and so therefore not not so many jitters, not so much uh, stress going on, um, and and I I really appreciate that uh, that the brain fog and procrastination tendencies that I can tend to get into when I get really stressed uh, are diminished. And I checked out why, you know, how, how what does this stuff do? Well, one of the secrets is matcha, and um, uh, it's like nature's extended release caffeine, thanks to the catechins that slow the caffeine absorption and the L-theanine that curbs stress. So together, they fight off the dreaded caffeine crash. And the, you know, I don't sit there and find myself wanting more and more caffeine all day long, you know. And folks, I wouldn't steer you toward anything I personally benefit from. So I just wanted you to know, I think Magic Mind meets that mark, that it's, it's a beneficial item worth you checking out. And the good news is it's available at Sprouts Farmers Market Stores nationwide. Just swing by, grab a bottle, and experience the difference yourself. But watch out, once you experience the Magic Mind difference, um, you're going to want to subscribe and save. And here's the great news. Because you're part of the PR After Hours community, here's a special deal. 
Get up to 56% off your first subscription within the next 10 days and 20% off one-time purchases with my code AFTERHOURS20 at www.magicmind.com slash PRAFTERHOURS. Remember, the 56% discount only lasts for 10 days after this episode airs. Remember, it's 56% off your first subscription within the next 10 days and 20% off one-time purchases with my code AFTERHOURS20 at www.magicmind.com slash PR after hours. Again, 10 days after this episode airs, and uh, after that, this 56% discount goes away. So get on it, right? Just check out the show notes for the info and links and more, and just join me, get engaged with Magic Mind. So another thing about this article, they're talking about scheduling posts because, you know, like I was talking about Magic Mind, I get so busy. And one thing I do is I do try to find times of the week where I can sit down and like, you know, uh, LinkedIn, for example, has a built-in scheduler. Facebook has built-in scheduler and Instagram. And some of the others, you can get special apps to help you with scheduling. I don't really worry about Twitter so much anymore. I'm kind of on hiatus from that one. But the idea, though, of consistency is definitely help when you schedule. Why do you want to be consistent? Well, you want to build familiarity with your target audience. And if you only post like once or twice a month, or you're real sporadic, or you post like 10 times in one day, and then they don't see you again for three weeks, you're just annoying. You're not really consistent. So they have a quick tip and they said, always choose times when your audience is most active for optimal eyeballs and engagement. Scheduling posts around 8 a.m., for instance, is great for when people are scrolling prior to heading off for work. Uh, noon is another good time slot as people are checking social media on their lunch breaks. So um, they suggest platforms like Constant Contact can help with this and some other stuff, you know, and they have a link to that. Um, I don't use Constant Contact, but... Um, I do use, as I mentioned, there. there's some built-in stuff on most platforms these days. And if not, you can find some of the things out there that will do this. I will not try to prejudice your decision. They also suggest using customer testimonials. Oh my gosh, yes. Ask for them on Google. Ask for them on LinkedIn. Ask for them so you can put them on your website. Ask for them on Facebook. Ask. Especially if you have rave reviews and people just love you. Um, you've got to share them, you know, positive feedback from real customers. It's the coin of the realm in PR. I mean, it builds trust and credibility with your audience. And again, you can share a blog post about a testimonial on social. You can do a screenshot of the review accompanied by a celebratory or thank you message. You know, you see these on Instagram quite a bit. Tag the person's social account so they'll want to share it. Uh, Amex is even offering free social post imagery that lean into client appreciation. That's kind of cool. So again, link in the show notes for this. You can see tagging the individuals or companies that gave the review can also increase reach and, and potential virality. So their quick tip is turn reviews into visually appealing graphics using design tools. And I say like Canva or free resources to make testimonials more shareable and noticeable. You know, that's, that is so true. And the thing that gets me about a lot of these things that they're talking about is that they really are sense pretty easy to do, low um, low barrier to entry stuff that you get better at the more you do. Set aside an hour a week to schedule some stuff and 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 to ask for testimonials and do stuff like that. I mean, if you don't ask, you don't get right. And if a customer you know doesn't give you one or hems and haws about it, maybe that indicates that you need to revisit that customer and, and make sure they're satisfied. Just a thought. Another tip they have here is using hashtags strategically. Now, this is interesting. I want to hear their take on it, but because um, they think it's it can make or break your content's visibility and readability, especially using relevant and trending hashtags. And please note, relevant and trending. I don't really love the idea of like uh, hashtagging, like say a tweet about 
you know, we saw some of this recently with the Gaza attack, things that had nothing to do with, with the attack on Gaza, and people were just t- t- hashtagging it so they could get attention. No, 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 no. That's a bad idea. But they have some quick tips on that. So they say research popular hashtags in your industry or auto-generate hashtags with available tools. And basically, that that's the there 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 are five good tips here. I think they're all very good tips for small businesses and owners. Um, you know, the real thing I got to say, as I said earlier, is the more you do it, the better at it you'll get. Or if you need help with it, guess what? I don't manage communities uh, per se. What we do typically is give you a strategy, teach you how to use the tools. We call it the teach you to fish. What happens with that is we'll sign on for three months. We'll help you get your strategy together. We'll help you get your visual assets and your 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 content assets together, and we will we will demonstrate to you how for three months how it works and how you can do it and train you or your staff on how to do it yourself, and then we move on uh, as far as that. So we're more strategy and training than managing it forever, unless you want to pay us a huge amount of money. <laughs> and the reason I say that is because we have a relatively small team and we are not really built to manage, you know, dozens of people's businesses, social media long term. What we can do is, like I said, just get you started, show you how to do it, best practices, those sorts of things. And then we can, of course, consult with you throughout the year if you want us to dip in and take a look. So if you're interested in that, alexgpr.com is the website, or you can email me, alex at alexgpr.com. Well, I want to thank American Express for this article. It will be linked in the show notes. It came out in November of this year called Five Quick Ways to Help Improve Social Media for Your Business. And again, uh, I gave you a little bit of my added secret sauce on a lot of these suggestions, and I hope you found them useful. You know what that means. It's last call here at the Virtual Lounge. Be sure to visit PRAfterHours.com for links to what we discussed in this episode and more. Be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. And join us next time for another round at PR After Hours with Alex Greenwood.